Welcome to the Cobra Cast with the present VP. For this episode, we would like to thank these valued partners. Is your scratched window ruining your view? Starting from scratch to your experts at removing scratches from windows and any glass surface. Whether it's general scratches around the home or a knife graffiti tag shop front, they can remove it. They're also helping the environment by saving the window from being dumped into landfill while bringing the glass back to its former glory without the scratches. Don't replace your scratched window. Repair it with Starting From Scratched, your glass and scratch removal specialist for home, shop fronts and cars. Call today for a quote, 87595629 or find out more at startingfromscratch.com.au. Uh, welcome to the Cobra Cast with the Prism VP. I'm your host, Ricky the Prez Logan, and I'm joined by my co-host, uh, Ricky Et Dog Etridge. How you going, mate? Tired, mate. Actually, quite tired today. It's been a, it's been a big day for us. I'm yeah, yeah recording we've, this. We've been all over the world, and now we're about to head down to the basin to catch up <laughs> with uh, a past player who actually played his footy mainly for the uh, when Sandown was known as the South Waverley. Uh, Cobras, and uh, yeah, we're talking about we're talking to Shane Easton. How are you going, mate? Yeah, good, thanks. Thanks for having me. Ah, that's our pleasure. It's uh, be interesting to learn a bit about um, our history that not many of us would know that are at the club because uh, yeah, I think the only the only time we we see South Waverley in our name is when we're looking at legal documents. Um, but yeah, not many of us know much about the South Waverley history, so be. Uh, let's get into it and find out some about it. So, oh, you've just you... got me. Sorry, Rifty, you've just got me going, mate. To learn about South Waverley Juniors. I'm up and about now, mate. That tiredness has well and truly disappeared. <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, let's let's get into it. So, what year did you start playing for South Waverley? Um, I would have started about down the tens. So, I mean, it would have been 1979. So, a long time ago. But, yeah. Yeah. And um, so, what sort of got you down to? So South Waverley. Well, originally um, we moved to Mulgrave in 1972. Um, Dad was playing footy back in the day at Ashburton, so we moved to Mulgrave. So we moved out of where we were living, and I was two years two years old, yeah. And then Dad transferred to Sandown, so they were back in the North Melbourne days. So you know, as a five, six, seven-year-old kid, I'd go down and watch Dad play first at Sandown. So that's when it all started, um, and then. I would have started playing when, yeah, at nine. Yep. So South Waverley were the junior a junior club by itself in the old um, South Melbourne colours. Um, South Waverley Swans we were then and uh, played in the Daniel District then. Okay. Uh, yeah. So a long time ago. So that's sort of where the the red came from in the the red, yes. white, and blue was yeah. the South Waverley side. Yeah, that's correct. Okay, cool. And uh, so, how many sort of games do you reckon you played as a junior for the club? Oh, I, 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 well, years ago, we used to get these little patches, you know, your 25s, your 50s. So I got my 100-game patch playing junior footy at South Waverley. So yep. that was a bit of a milestone for us. That's a fair effort. And, and what what posse were you back then? Oh, as a little kid, because I was a little scorny kid, I used to just play in the forward pocket. But as I got older, you know, you get a little bit bigger body. So when I got to about under 15, 16, just, I started playing midfield. Um, but uh, you love to kick a goal, as we all do. You know, you run down there as the midfield and try and kick a couple of goals and then run back to the centre. It's a long way back, but you're getting high fives. So that's always a bonus. 
Yeah. So the question who you played with likes to celebrate a goal the most, that could be you then? Yeah, it might be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and don't it still happens today, don't worry. I'm still playing uh, old man's footy now. And don't worry, we only kick a few goals and yeah, if we get one, yeah. No, nah, don't... Up. Don't blame you, mate. Uh, the questions we've asked a lot of our past players is that, and I've been the answer. And I, yeah, I do appreciate the fact that I've noticed when I'm celebrating my goals that I kick. Yeah. Um. So you played a fair few games at South Waverley. In your time there, what was the best player that you either played with or like you had seen in the ranks? Over the junior years, and I was thinking about this today, of <laughs> players we had, we had a lot of good footballers actually played league footy, um, AFL footy. So, and we also had a lot of good guys play VFA. Um, Ian Atkinson, which is one of your past coaches, yep. he played a lot of um, VFA footy. He's, you know, one of the, probably one of the best juniors I've seen run around. But we also had a, a young Aboriginal boy play juniors with South Waverley when we merged, um, Scotty Chisholm. He, yep. he ended up uh, playing for Fremantle and Melbourne. So, um, yeah, there's been a lot of, um, I think there was, I want to think back, um, I think that the Carter boys might have played football, uh, league footy. Um, there's, there's, there's uh, I was trying to think the other day, and there's, there would have been at least 10 or 12. Back in the day, it was under-19s. They would have played under-19s reserves. Um, Brian Todd is another, another one that coached Sandown. Um, yeah. He played a lot of VFA footy as well. Um, yeah, so there's been some really good footballers coming out of the juniors into the seniors and off. Um, Jerry Boomkamp, I think. He played in the 87 grand final at Sandown as a kid. And he went off to play VFA at Frankston. So we were pretty successful, you know, young blokes at the time. Yeah, definitely. Um, sounds like quite a few good players come out of the ranks down there. I wonder if Morris knew about Scott Chisholm Rifty. Because if he didn't, I'm sure he's going to tell us all about it for the next 10 years that a free man player played at Sandown. And... Yeah. yeah. Not... That's yeah, all we need. That's all we need. I know. I know. <laughs> um, so... Your time playing, what was your favourite moment? Um, well, up until I played Super Bowls, my one and only playing premiership back as a 12-year-old. Um, that was, you know, you're a little kid and you play premierships. And, you know, you say to a lot of people nowadays, cherish your premierships because you don't get to play in a lot of them. Um, a lot of people don't play in premierships. I think Robbie Flower played footy forever, a great footballer, never played in the premiership. So, yeah, the, the, the first one was great. Um, then after that... I then coached one as well, so that was great too. Yeah, I'm, I've what am I, played footy for 21 years and I've made two grand finals, so it's, I definitely understand the blokes who cherish them, that's for mm. sure. I've still got me, um, fortunate or unfortunate, I've still got my under-13s football jumper. I've told, <laughs> <laughs> I've told my wife it's never getting thrown out. I was, before so you go, sure. Rifty, I want to make sure that Kelly, my wife, is watching this and say... I'm not the only person that kept my junior jumpers, love. So, you know, it's not uncommon. Yeah, that's <laughs> always right. uh, gives it to me because I've got a box full of all my old jumpers. I have too. Garage. So, yep. nah, I'll make sure should, she watches this. They should always take a pride and place in your house wherever you go. Um, but so, speaking of premierships, you were around the club in '87, like you mentioned, when they yep. they won the flag. What was it like around the time? You know, it when that club was that successful? Yeah, it was a buzz because not only were we where we were really good in the seniors in 87 um, with a lot of young kids in that team. Like I mentioned, Jerry Boomkamp and, and the, the older statesman in the side, but the juniors were going well as going well at the same time. So um, I think 87, I think we coached the premiership, dad and I, 
87 as well in the juniors. So there was a, two or three teams playing finals there. So it was exciting times um, to see the, the senior club finally win a flag for a long time and go up a division. It was good. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, so would have been uh, yeah, great to be around a club being so successful. Yep. Unfortunately, in uh, our time, we've uh, we've seen a little bit of success, not quite the ultimate prize, but uh, yep. it's been a little bit down for a while. But uh, what? So when did you actually take up coaching, and how long did you, did you coach for? Um, so I started with Dad. Um, Dad started in '86. I've got two younger brothers, um, quite young. They're One's uh, six years younger and one's eight years younger, so I'm a bit older. So I was helping Dad out because I, you know, going to footy anyway on a Sunday, and you know, Mum's and Dad are taking us to all the games because I was playing in the afternoon. And so I started with Dad in '86. He did it for two years, '87, and then I took over '88. I think it was '88 and '89. Um, still with my brother Brad, who's the middle one. Um, yeah, so Dad won a flag in '87, and then I won one in '88. As South Waverley. No, actually, yeah, it was South Waverley. Oh, that's a good... I might be... That might be... I'm going back. I'm trying to remember. You know, it's, it's yeah. so long ago. I reckon we might have been South Waverley Sandown back then. You might be able to help me out on that one. Oh, 87, 88. Might have to get onto it. Yeah, yeah I'm, on, I'm onto it, Rift. I think it was... Would have been the, we would have merged... We merged in 86, I think. So do you, do you sort of know anything about the... the the story behind why they end up merging? Yeah, well, well most of it would have been that the, the junior kids would go away, some of them. So they, they weren't amalgamated with a senior club as such. So they wanted to have a pathway, I believe, from, you know, as all senior clubs do want to have, um, is to have your juniors follow through and play senior footy. Yeah. Which was a great, was a great thing in the end because, yeah, most of them stayed, most people stayed um, and played senior footy there. Yeah, so we... Unfortunately, we had a, a pathway set up a couple of years ago to happen. Um, we worked with uh, Parkmore yep. Pirates. And yep. um, yeah, when we started working with them, they were sort of, uh, I think, under 12, under 13s. And it just got to sort of when most of those kids had got to, you know, time to play under 19s. And uh, yeah, it sort of fell through. So unfortunately, it's um, junior footy's dropped off a fair bit in especially in that greater city of Dandenong. They've lost a lot of junior clubs. And, um, yeah, it's been hard to build those pathways, which is unfortunate. Uh, 1984 was 84. the year to become Sandown South Waverley. So, yeah, joys of technology. Yeah. Yeah, bring <laughs> it to everybody nice and quickly. Technology, but the, the, my brain's slowing down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's where the, the merge jumper came in. With The original one was the, we had the South Melbourne and they had the North Melbourne. Red, white, and blue. So that's the original one. So I'm um, just two things off that one before I get to the next question. Yeah. If anybody wants to actually read it up on the history of Sandown and South Waverley and all that type of stuff, head across to uh, www.sandowncobbersfnc.com.au and follow the, the, um, the prompts to the history page and you can see the beautiful website the president has put together. Um, so as you said, your dad, Gary Easton, he was a life member yep. of the club. He coached yep. the under-11s uh, to a premiership in 1987, which you were his assistant coach for. That's correct, yep. You then went on in 1988 to coach the under-13s to a premiership. Yep. What was that like for your dad and yourself as like a moment that you know, he was able to share success with you the year before and then watch you go off and do it on your own the year later? 
it's it's been a big thing in our family for a long time. Um, when I when Dad was playing, it was you know Mum was taking myself to the footy, and um, you know then my two brothers come along, and Saturdays we were down at Sandown, Sundays we were at the junior footy club. Um, but we also had my brother in there as well, so there was the three of us, and um, Mum was a team manager, and then um, my little brother was um, kicking the dirt and wanted to play as well, but he was too small. So it was a, it was a full on family affair. Um, it was full on. That's what we do. That's our life. We love the footy. And, then, and it was really good times. It still is now. With, like Mum and Dad still come to Super Rules. Um, I've got nieces, oh, sorry, nephews who are playing footy as well. Um, but it, it's, it was a great family upbringing for us to play footy together and Dad coach or I coach. Um, really good memories. Really good memories. And it was, it was like that everywhere. There was a lot of families, you know, with two and three brothers, you know. Um, there was the Todds, uh, McDermott's, Esmond's, um, but, you know, bowlers. There were two and three brothers playing footy at the club in juniors. Yeah, it's um, always nice to hear that even you know, back in the day that it was a very family orientated club and we've definitely tried to keep that side of the club alive or at least in my time there. Yeah. Um, so I asked earlier who was the best player that you'd seen that you played with. Yeah. In your coaching days, who was the best player that you coached? If I don't say this, right, I'll probably get shot by the family, but I've got to say it's my brother, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, guess, I guess you do, I guess. I've got to say it, because um, there was a lot of good kids, and, and whoever sees this will probably you know, bag him out for me saying it. But I do remember one day we played at, um, at Sandown, and the fullback kicked it out to him, and he ran the whole ground and kicked a goal. Um, he could play footy. He, uh, he won a league best of fairest. A young age, um, he won club best and fairest. Um, he played in the under-18s at 16, um, won their best and fairest, but also played senior footy as well at the time. So I, I've, I've got to say that. But, yeah, there was a lot of good kids on the team. Must have been must have been the, all the coaching from his older brother, I think. Cause... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, unfortunately for myself, I never, I've never won a BNF and my dad and my brother have. So I've got close a couple of times, but they always give it, always give it to me. Yeah, so you just said um, that, you know, the blokes will give your brother a bit of a hard time for you saying him. Yeah. But it actually works for you because you've, also, you've been honest, but you're also going to make him cop a bit of shit from his mates. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I know he went, because he still goes, yeah, he goes to the past players. He was there, I don't know if he had one last year, but he was there the year before Brad. So Brad's been the past players days. No, so probably. yeah. If you have one next year, I'm going to make sure I'll come down and uh, we'll get into him. We well, actually had uh, some very big plans lined up for this year that we'll work on, which we're not going to give away. But yep. if we probably maybe not 2020 because the work will go into it, but yeah. you know, 2021 definitely keep an eye out for uh, the past players day because it's going to be a little bit different to most years. Yep. Um, and as a bloke that likes to play football, you might actually quite enjoy it. Yes. Um, so being at the club for so long and around for such a long time with your dad what's your favorite off-field moment you know whether it be playing juniors or just hanging around the senior club be it a certain function or just you know one night in particular that just stands out like another yeah um you'd have to say the premiership times you know when you would go back on a sunday night or the saturday night of you know the 87 premiership you know just having we've had success at the club it just goes to another level of you know the excitement you know of what you can achieve, you know, when you all put your, your minds to it. But it's also to, it, it, you know, the players are there and they're all doing their bit, but it's the committees and the presidents and, you know, they get the enjoyment out of that too. And so it's a whole, the full club of what everybody's done. 
I think 87 was a great year because we won a premiership in the seniors. We won a, a, a couple of premierships in the, the juniors as well. And I think the next year we were all walking around with, uh, I still remember it, you know, premiership jumpers, you know, like, uh, not would have been in the day, like hoodies, you know, Cobra premiers in 87. Uh, you know, that's the buzz you get out of footy. And that's why, you know, you guys do what you do now. Um, and why I'm still involved, you know, I've got a son that plays now at senior level. Um, so, you know, it's, it's all, it's all good fun family stuff. Yeah. You mentioned 87 a few times, just while we were, got a bit of history lesson going on. It was also a year that, uh, Tom Fowler had won yeah. the division four league best and fairest. So I sort of think while we're going through a bit of history, I'll, when we do get past players on and we mentioned years, I'll start pointing out some figures, some stats that I know to give people recognition from the club. Yeah, well, yeah, Tommy Fowler was one of those footballers that was, he was a great footballer. Um, I think Dad even tried to get him down to South Melbourne in his early days. Um, and I know that I played against Tommy when he was about 35 when he was at Coosborough. And um, I was at Narry Warren at the time. And um, I couldn't keep up with him. I just couldn't keep up with him. He was just a brilliant footballer, you know. So, yeah, he's one of the, one of the, the best ones that have come out of Sandown, I would say. Oh, so I, I reckon there's one of those uh, 87 Premier jumpers hanging around the club somewhere. I'm pretty sure I've seen a red screen-printed jumper with 87 Premiers on it. I reckon I've come across that as well, actually, in the yeah. stuff that we have come across. Clearing we'll out the try room. and see if we can find that. I'm pretty sure we've seen one. There's, um, yeah, we'll have to see if we can find it, post it up for you to reminisce about that. Yeah. Um, well, sorry, Rift, we were speaking earlier about how we didn't think we needed to get into the rooms before it was shut off by cancer. And in the last three days, I think we've needed, what, 10 things? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I definitely, yeah, now that we are starting to get a bit of the history, we're going to uh, have to, you know, go through all the old photos and, um, yeah, try and find Shane Easton in his, uh, you know, if there's a team photo with him and the old man. and Yeah, there's definitely is. I know there was one hanging up, a premiership photo. Um, yeah, so we're definitely going to have to try and find some of those and get them up on, yeah, up on our websites and and socials and stuff for sure. I'm um I'm on a Facebook page. Uh, I grew up in Mulgrave, and there's a, a fellow Graham Brearley who played for South Waverley, and he's got all old snippets of um you know the newspaper cuttings. That oh yeah, he's put on Facebook of South Waverley Day. So maybe one of you guys should join that group. Get on. Uh, I grew up in Mulgrave, um, and Graham Brearley's put a lot of um, you know, the cuttings of the, the weekend's games from under 10s to under 16s, um, goal kickers and all that kind of thing. Yeah, no, we'll definitely have to get onto him and, yeah, put a scrapbook together online yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. 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 Um, but so sort of uh, just a little bit about yourself and, you know, you love your footy. What AFL team do you go for? I'm back for the Bombers. Bombers? Uh, yeah. yeah. Unfortunate. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. All right. So who's... I knew I walked. Sorry, Rift. I knew I walked this bike. <laughs> Thanks, <mate. laughs> Who's been the favourite bomber of all time? Uh, oh, Timmy Watson's always been my favourite. Yeah. yeah, growing up, Timmy Watson, and then you know watching his son play, watching Joe develop into a footballer, and um, watching him when he played his first game and he was overweight, and, and what he did to to make himself better and got fitter. And um, it's like anything in football: if you want to get better, you just work hard at it. Um, and you can be something out of it. If you want to be lazy, you'll end up being chopped. So he, he worked hard. So I've got a bit of respect for him. And also his leadership over the, the whole Essendon saga. I think, you know, he was a really good leader. Yeah, that was uh, good genes. I, I've got a story of Tim Watson. I actually met him when I was real young. 
Um, I was camping with my old man, me and my two brothers, and um, my old man's like, oh, that's Tim Watson. And I think he was with Job, actually. He had his a son with him. And for like three days, I didn't believe my dad that it was Tim Watson because he used to always stitch us up and, you know, he'd tell, tell us as a bloke with a mo that that's Merv Hughes and try and get us to get a signature or something. So for three days, I didn't believe him. I finally worked up the courage to go talk to him and get his signature. And, you know, he, yeah, he gave us a signature and all that. And it was, yeah, went home telling all the boys at school, oh, I met Tim Watson. Oh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, he was a, yeah, he was a good bloke and a champion footballer, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, are you into any other sports yourself? Are you, you're just uh, mad footy? Um, mad footy because, uh, like I said, you know, I'm involved with uh, um, Super Rules. So, um, I'm also coaching out of Pakenham. So, I, I coached um, the last three years in uh, under-17s for two years and then coached the under-18s last year. Uh, I've stepped up to coach in the reserves. Well, what was going to be this year? Um, unfortunately, that hasn't happened. So, I hopefully will... Um, we don't play this year, still get the job next year. So, um, I yeah, enjoy that and a bit of family time and all, you know, as we all do. Yeah, it's definitely good to hear that you're still um, involved in footy and coaching and doing something that you're obviously very passionate about. Um, so, actually, speaking of coaches, a little scenario for you. Yep. Three quarter time, let's say prelim final, yeah, three goals down. What, either a real, a real person or a fictional character, would you want to deliver that three-quarter time speech to get you guys up and about and going? Yeah, it's, that's an interesting one. Because if you can motivate your players, yourself, and get them up, um, it's all about belief and believing you can do it, you know? Um, so or I would say that I'm a big Kevin Sheedy fan. If we're, if we're um, you know, because I'm back for the Bombers, and if we're three goals down and I'm playing an half-forward flank, I, I know I'll be playing half-back flank after that. But someone like that who can, you know, change a team around um, and not necessarily stay with the same game plan like Kevin did, I think that's what you need at three-quarter time. If you're, not, if you're not winning and it's not working, a couple of more, you know, small moves, I'd love Kev to tell me, go and get it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you can just sort of... Uh... Look at the 1993 well, preliminary final. That's actually why I thought about the prelim final was yeah. because of 93 when they were yeah. dead, buried, and yeah. something about the Teddymo Square or something like that, apparently, the story goes. Um, yeah. That was a big moment. We were there, and my old man actually wanted to go home. So I said, we're not going home. Because <laughs> he's a bummer supporter as well. Said, we're not giving up, Dad. We're not giving up. Not at all. Yeah, definitely yeah. Uh, looked like they were down and out. Um, yeah. So... If you could go back in time, so yeah. you know, we've got a time machine, jump in it. What's one sporting event that you'd love to go to see? One sporting event. Well, if I could go back in time, it probably wouldn't be a sporting event. Um, I've missed out on playing footy with my two brothers. So I would go back and go, all right, you guys are playing you know, senior footy somewhere. I'd make sure I'd go and play footy with them. Because that's probably one of the biggest things I haven't done. You know, those two boys played footy together and I you know, never did. So... Yeah, that'd be a. I'd love to do that, but I've missed that time, and so that'd be it. Oh, it's it's a, it's a sporting event, so it's all. Yeah, yeah. It, it actually does answer the question nicely. It's it's nice to see somebody that um, or different answers, Rifty, that we're not getting the same old. Oh, I want to go to the Super Bowl. I want to do this type of yeah, yeah. stuff. So yeah. it's nice. Um, so in your time at the club, we uh we started asking this just just our own players, and then 
we decided, I think the other day, that we're going to ask the international clubs that we spoke to to try and find out some characters around the world. So we're going to ask you as well. Yep. In your time at the club, who would have made the best reality TV star and why? Jeepers. <laughs> <laughs> now, who's a bloke that might have been able to be stuck in a deserted island? Or, well, you know, I would say... I'd have and it, say, does, it doesn't have to Atkinson. be a PG show either. No, no. Yeah, we can have, have that outside. Ian Atkinson. So I hope he sees this um, because if you've ever seen any of his Facebook pages and that, he likes to look in the mirrors and do his weights. And, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I think he'd go right in one of those, you know, Big Brother shows or, yeah, or I Love Island or something because, you know, mirrors. <laughs> and I'm sure he'll get back to me on that one. And if uh, Ian is watching this, would love to have, you know, such a legend of the club yeah. on, on here to talk to us about his time and what he achieved at the club. Yeah. He, um, yeah, he was a, he's, he's been a really, really good foot for a long time. I think he ended up playing, uh, might be a life member of the Eastern Football League as well, because um, he played at Forest Hill and Roval and, and a few other clubs, but at Sandown as well. But yeah, very good at the VFA level. Very good. Played in their premiership in 91. I think he got knocked out, actually. Didn't play much of it, but still got a medallion, so. All that matters. Yeah. Oh, so this, this next question, I'm sure you'll probably be one of them. But if there was a movie getting made of your time at Sandown, they were they were going to make you know the '87 Premiership into a movie or something. Who would be the three main characters of that movie? Jeez, you're giving me a Kelly one here. <laughs> <laughs> These are questions asked, set up to throw blokes under the bus. <laughs> yeah. So, so throw anyone you want under the bus. Anyone on the bus? So we're going to say that we want. Um, I'm, I'm coaching the juniors in '87. Um, I got I got three clowns in the in the side of uh, uh, Ashley Skulls, um, Brad Lovett. Um, I don't know. You'd probably want the and another clown. I don't know what's a comedy show. I don't, oh, he's been done <laughs> <laughs> They were they were they were two two little kids that uh, gave me a hard time all the time. You know when you have those sneaky little ones that just. Um, well, I reckon. I reckon your old man'd have to be one of the characters too, wouldn't he? He'd, uh... Yeah, he's probably like Homer Simpson, off, you know, <laughs> <laughs> just in the background. Uh, yeah, well, I reckon Ash, Ash Skulls would probably be Bart Simpson, the annoying one, you know. <laughs> It'd be a Simpsons movie, definitely. Be a Simpsons movie. Just, just a Mate, that's uh, you're you're speaking at dog's language now. He's yeah. a huge, huge Simpsons uh... fan. Look, I'm not going to lie to you. I was a little bit late jumping on with Riff because I was just sitting on the couch binge watching Simpsons. <laughs> actually, I'm not lying either. That is actually what was happening. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so when you think of the Sandown Cobras or the South Waverley uh, Sandown Cobras, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? I was just home. Oh, I thought about it the other day. It was just home. It's just, you know, where did you play your footy? Like, I played at South Waverley Sandown. It was just, you know, where else did you play? Well, you know, I did all my junior there and, but, you know, we spent so much time there. We just loved it. Um, and, you know, we were pretty upset when they went into recession, didn't play for a year. Um, good to see you guys, you know, back up and running again and always looking in the paper to find out what's going on, you know. So, yeah, it was just when you spend so much time there, you, you, it was your home, it was your life. You, you'd do Saturdays at Sandown and Sundays would be at the footy. And then Sunday nights would be family night down the footy club, you know. So, yeah, I, I definitely... Uh... Probably the first thing that comes to my mind would be home as well. Down at that club, it's done a lot for me in my time, and I'm sure a lot of blokes there at the moment would, you know, feel exactly the same way. Yeah, it's um because my brother still lives in Mulgrove. He still lives in the the family home, and you drive past South Waverley, the ground, 
I think it's at soccer bells on it. It's disappointing, but you know, it's not many young kids in the area, so. But you know, it's disappointing because you've driven past it. At least the the grandstand's still there, and I think they still play cricket there. So, um, your memories are you know always going to be because you drive past it and have a look. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, uh, sorry, Rift. There's something I didn't actually know. Was the, South, the South Wiley played um, the other ground. Yeah, we did. We um, I never we knew played, that. South Wiley played um, opposite the cemetery on Police Road. Yeah, Southern Reserve. Southern yeah, Reserve. I, yeah, I never knew that. Yeah. yeah. So um, we played there, and then we started playing games on Edinburgh um, as we got older, as the club when the club merged. Yeah. So have you been down to Edinburgh since we've had the rooms redone and stuff, or no. just just the brother? No, I haven't been down there. No. no. Yeah. No, no. Well, you you definitely got to come down. Uh, for, sure. for, a, for a Friday night game, if we get, get one up and going this year, that's for yep. sure. And, um, well, I was going to ask this last question, but I, do you sort of know any bit about the history of when we did go into recession? Do you know much about that time at all? No, I don't. No, not at all. Okay. Yeah. Was so, you 2000? Um, yeah, 2000 was a year they were in recession. Yeah, okay. Okay. Recess, yep. what are you going to call it? Yeah, they, did they go out of, I think, 99 out of um, the Eastern Football League? Was that right? And then recession and go into the Southern League? No, they spent one more year in the Eastern. So 99 Eastern, 2000 recess, 2001 Eastern, and then 2002 moved across to the Southern. Southern League, yep. Because okay. yep. you had some really good, well, before your time, but you, or you might have been there, he had four teams at one stage, didn't he? he had that was, first, yeah. seconds, thirds, and fourths. Yep. yep. Yeah, so that was yeah. the year we played in two grand finals. And... Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I was, I was the first captain of the fours. So, yeah, it was, <laughs> we, had, uh, we had players everywhere at one stage. We had, to, we had to train on multiple nights because we had too many guys on the ground on a Thursday night. So we had yep. to have guys train on a Wednesday night as well. So it was uh, pretty crazy times. And, yeah. And now we're struggling as field one, but you know that's how it goes. And hopefully, so what we'll, are you uh, playing in, in the clubbies? Are you? Is that what the same thing? Yeah, so it's yeah, same thing as that. Like the, like the ammos, yeah, yeah. So plans going forward? You know, I'll ask the question now. Um, <laughs> <Go ahead>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> plans <laughs> going forward? You know, it's a, you know, you guys are doing a great job. You know what, what you're doing now? Is the plans going forward to go back into first and second footy? Um, I see you had uh, some Oz kick going around. Uh, last year, yeah. Um, so ultimately, our plan is to get back to to normal divisional football, but yep. um, it's something we don't want to just try and jump straight back into without having a solid foundation financially. Yep. Um, so we're trying to baby step our way back and not, not you know, put ourselves in the debt just to get there. Uh, I yeah, think um, there's many clubs that are already brinking on the edge of, you know, collapse and stuff because of uh, financial debt. And um, it's, yeah, we don't want to be, you know, one of our top, toughest opposition clubs that in our entire time at the club was Mount Waverley. And they're unfortunately have gone under. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, so for a team that to us, we, you know, they've, they've always been the top side and for them to go under, yeah, um, yeah. it could, can happen to anyone. These days too, you know, being involved with packing, there's a lot of money in football. I think it's too much. Too much, yeah. <laughs> too much yeah. money. You know, what they're getting paid and how much they want. And, um, you know, you've got to rely on a lot of sponsors. Um, it's going to be hard coming back now. You know, the, the sponsors you have, we have a lot of um, food 
area, you know, food and beverage places that look after local businesses and they're not working and not making money. So even coming into next year, I think it's going to be a, a financial strain for everybody. And now, ultimately, our goal would be to have 40 blokes that get, give the exact same answer that you just did when we asked you, what do you think of, you know, what's it comes to mind when you think of Sandown home? That's what we, you know, we want 40 players, players to think that yeah. and not, not 40 blokes to think, oh, well, I got paid to play footy there. Yeah, that's right. And that's what you're and then, you know, There's you, too much of that going on everywhere now. Even back in my time of playing footy, if, if I got something, I was happy, you know, whatever you got was happy, you'd give it back to the club anyway. And it's just, I think that was probably the upbringing of dad, you know, because he worked pretty hard to get money in because he was, he was president for a while there as well, junior, senior. Um, but he said, you know, you love playing footy? I said, yeah, yeah. You Well, whatever you get, a bonus. But, you know, that's what you want to do. Unfortunately. Uh, what we'd like to know is, um, moving forward, what would you like to see from us for the past players in, in you know, in a past players day? And, um, you know, what, what would you like to see us as a club do for the past players? I think you, you, you keep doing what you're doing. Um, keep the club going and have your past players day and try and get it out there as much as possible. Maybe, uh, I'm not sure how you, you organise your past players, but someone that's, you know, on Facebook who's a, you know, uh, could be the I know, president of your past players day and, um, and things like that, just to, to get everybody back. Truly, yeah. just get as many as you can, you know, advertise as much as you can, you know. So, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely, um, I'll be trying to, you know, depending on commitments with, what I do at Packy, if I can get there next year, I'll definitely be coming. Because I said to my brother last year, tell me when it is this year um, so I can come, come back. It's been a while. It's been too long. Yeah. Nice. Well, we are, we are building the last couple of years. We have put on decent past players days and they, they got sort of big as the year's gone on. And like Ed Dog said, our plans are to have them bigger and better every year. And uh, we've got some big plans for the next couple of years, that's for sure. Very good. That's good. Uh, is there anything else you want to add, Ed, though? Um, just before I do, can I mention what we had planned this year or not? Oh, if you want. Yeah, go for it. Okay, cool. Right. Um, no, I just want to thank Shane for uh, joining us today. It's really nice to speak to a past player. Um, so one thing that we sort of hinted at with what we had planned this year for Past Players Day, which we're going to try for 2021, is actually um, try and organise a Saturday afternoon game, like a twilight game for the club and try and get some past players to you know, have a run around Edinburgh Reserve and have a past players game beforehand and you know, pull the boots on and get the run around Edinburgh Reserve one more time. Oh. So that was our plan for uh, 2020 past players day. And um, yeah, we'll definitely be doing it next year and maybe with the extra time we've got probably uh, a little bit better um the other thing though rift is that we've discussed this and i guess with shane being on is the perfect time to mention it in the next probably maybe week or so on the sandown cobras facebook page the instagram and also the sandown south Wales past players uh, facebook page we will be putting up a question as to you know if the sandown cobras were to wear one ju- any jumper that we've worn in our time before, so be it the South Melbourne jumper or the Kangaroo jumper or that red, white and blue vertical jumper, now, it would have wear one throwback jumper in 2022. What jumper would you want to see is wear for our 60 years in a, in a game? So we're going to put it open to vote and pretty much whichever jumper picks up the most votes when it, you know, 2022 comes around our 60-year anniversary, uh, we'll be pulling that out a couple of times. 
But other than that, yeah, thank you, Shane, for joining us. Uh, no, really right, my pleasure. It. No, my pleasure. Happy to uh, have a chat and, and reminisce. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for joining us, mate. No drama. And uh, be safe, boys, and hopefully we get footy soon. If it's not this year, we're back into it next year. Yeah, thanks, mate. And, uh, yeah, good luck with your coaching and supers, uh, masters. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe we might see you around the traps next year, mate, playing supers. Yeah. Thanks for watching the Cobra Cast with the present VP. And if you need somebody to talk to, why not contact New Life Psychology in Berwick? They are now taking phone appointments. Or you could head to otlr.com.au for tips and info. And we are supporters of TAC's Towards Zero campaign. Head to towardszero.vic.gov.au for more info because zero is the only acceptable number.